and welcome back to another brand new episode of Live at 605, and I'm your podcaster, John. This week we have a very special episode, as this is the second to last episode of season one. Next week will be the finale, and then we are going to take probably about a month off, and then season two is going to come back with all new brand new guests and stories and jokes and this and that, so don't worry, we won't be gone for too long. But for those of you who have been a fan since day one and who have listened to every episode, you know that every once in a while I like to do an episode that's a little bit outside of the podcasting box. So this week's episode is me on the streets of downtown Toronto walking to and from work and I talk all about what's going on in my life, what's going on on the streets and it's just a different perspective and I thought to myself, I don't think anyone's ever done a podcast walking down streets. So I'm like, let me do something a little bit different. Hope you guys enjoy it. Before I get into the episode, let me tell you how you can get in touch with me. Hit me up on Twitter at Malencamp. You can like us on Facebook. Just search Live at 605 and you'll find us there. Email me. It's live at 605.gmail.com. Hit up the WordPress, which is live at 605.wordpress.com. And head to Podomatic.com and search Live at 605 and you'll find my website there. I have a PayPal button on the side, so if you want to contribute and help out with the podcast, as always, you're welcome to do that. If not, keep on listening for free. Either way, I just appreciate the fans, and I appreciate everyone listening, and I'm really excited for you guys to hear this episode, and I'm really excited for all that's going to happen in Season 2. So without further ado, let's get you right into the episode, and you are about to listen to a John on a Monday morning getting off the subway very early, very tired. And he's going to be talking to you. So enjoy and excuse the audio. I am walking outside with cars driving by me, but I think you'll still like it. It's worth it. So stay with this one, guys. Promise me. Enjoy. Coming to you from beautiful downtown Toronto. I'm your podcaster, John. And you're live at 6.05. And you guys are in for a special treat today as we are actually live on location right in the heart of downtown Toronto. I am actually walking through the streets right now on my way to work, and this isn't going to be your typical podcast. As you can tell, we're not in Club 605 Studios. We're actually out on the streets walking around. I thought it would be a good change of uh, scenery for me to get out, you know, get out and get amongst the people and see everyone and see what's going on out here and, and everything. So I am flying solo today, and I'll kind of get into why I'm doing this in a second. But of course, I have to give my sponsors because just because we're out on the streets doesn't mean I don't have sponsors this week. So since it's a walking theme, I'm going to be walking all around town doing this thing. So this week of Live at 605 is brought to you by Subway Doors at the start and end of the day. So basically, the one thing I've always fathomed or I've never understood was when it came to the subway, basically I take the subway to work every day. I take it to, and I used to take it home from work. I stopped doing that. My new plan now is I take the subway, I go from College Station down to Union, and then I walk to work from Union Station. Now, here's the weird thing, is I find people in the morning rush, in the morning commute, you know, when you're traveling between 8.30 and 9.30, when it's that rush hour commute, they're much nicer in the morning. When, you know, when it's, it's gonna be crowded as usual. But I find when you are on the subway in the morning, and there's a big crowd and people have to get off at a stop. 
when you get off the subway, well, first of all, people actually get off the subway and they let you off and they'll let you through. And then if you get off the subway, let someone off, you can get back in. For whatever reason, during the nighttime rush, you know, the after work, after work rush between, you know, five and seven, people are complete dicks on the subway. And like I said, I, I guess I was saying people are nice on the subway in the morning. They're still dicks. They're just bigger dicks in the evening. Because I find nobody gets off the subway at nighttime. Nobody, even the people standing at the door, they don't want to lose their spot. But what I don't understand is what's the difference from the morning to the after work rush? Like, why are you moving out of the way for me in the morning? Why are you getting off the subway to let people off and you're getting back on? People just don't move on the subway at nighttime. I've had it once. The one worst one was there was a big snowstorm. I was coming home from work and I remember trying to push my way through a subway, being like, oh, this is my stop, let me off, and nobody moved. I missed my stop, and I had to, like, throw some elbows at people. I think that's what I learned, is if you want to get anywhere on the TTCs, you gotta, you can't be afraid to throw elbows. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. And I, you know what, I think I better cut this sponsorship a little bit short and just kind of explain all the noises and what's going on. So like I said, this week of Live at 605, is brought to you by Subway Doors in the morning and after the work commute. So as you're listening, I'm talking and I am walking through the intersection of Bremner and Lower Simcoe Way. And that's because I'm walking to work. And if you were listening to the beginning of the podcast, you will know I'm not a fan of subways. So what I started doing in my life was I just hated, a lot of people I don't think like the subway. I mean, yeah, it can be convenient, most of the time, like on the weekend, if you're going somewhere far away, sure, it's convenient. But during weekday, during the weekday rush, it's awful. I mean, anyone in a big city who has to take public transit knows this. So what I've been doing and what I've always kind of did was I like walking places. I'd much rather walk for 45 minutes and take a 25-minute subway during rush hour. So like I said earlier, what I do now is because I also like to sleep in, is I'll sleep in a bit, and then when I wake up for work, I'll take the subway into Union Station, which is pretty much one of the main subway or transportation hubs here in Toronto, Union Station. Get off from there, and then I'll walk down to Bathurst, and you know, and then I'll walk down to my work, which is only like a 20-minute walk from Union Station. And as I'm doing it today, it's probably one of the most beautiful days so far that we've had since post-winter. Last week was actually one of the worst weeks for us because it was getting warm, but it was just uh, it was just raining all the time and this and that. And to get back into why I'm doing this is I'm trying to be a little different with certain podcasts, you know. I don't want all of them to be the exact same carbon copy of me in Club 605 sitting down with the guests, you know, talking about whatever. So I'd rather make this one, you know. I don't think I've ever listened to a podcast that was ever out on the streets walking around. I've heard podcasts in studios, podcasts in houses. And as I look now, I got an interesting character. I'll keep my eye on it. It looks like she wants to give me something. She's about 20 feet ahead of me. So let me just calm down for a second. I'll, I'll keep you guys updated if anything happens. I'm just gonna try and blow by and walk really quick. Let's see, here we go. She's not looking my way. Okay, I'm good. I'm out right now in front of the Rogers Center, and every morning when I walk, I always have the same path when I uh, take the commute in the morning. I walk through Union Station, through the ACC, the Air Canada Center, and then past the Rogers Center. 
But every time when I pass through the Rogers Center, across the street where I'm on, there's always a couple ladies who have signs up. And I think it's for like freedom fighting in Tibet or, or something like that. It's, they're there every morning. And usually when I get there, they're still putting up their signs so they never pass me paperwork. But there's been a few times when I walk by and they try to give me paperwork. And there's one thing I hate more than commuting in the TTC is people who try to give you things or try to talk to you on the streets. I am not having that. And see, this is another reason why I wanted to do the podcast on the street is, is you actually, I actually lose my train of thought. I, I was talking about something and I almost got interrupted by people trying to give me things. And now I forgot what I was talking about. So I'm just going to kind of keep going on. And whatever randomly pops into my head, I think I was talking about walking places over taking the subway. But here's another game we're going to play. Because I am a fast walker, I'm not one of these slow walkers. If you guys are drinking, if you're not at work, if you're not driving, if you're just at home on a random day when you can start drinking, let's play a drinking game. So anytime I'm walking and I walk past someone, because I am a fast walker, I pass lots and lots of people as I walk, I'll point out, you guys can take a drink or you can eat a piece of chocolate or something like that. So that's the first game we'll play and we'll try to keep track and we'll see if maybe we can count how many people I walk past in this given day. The next game we'll play, whether it's drinking or not, and I'm going to cross the street. I'm crossing a busy intersection as cars are going past me. I'm doing a little bit of a jaywalk, but that's okay. Nobody hit me. I'm still okay. Updated location. I am now under the gardener. And here's a tip for anybody who works along the lakeshore who doesn't drive and walks and doesn't believe in umbrellas like I don't believe in umbrellas, is if, you're, if it's raining and you're in the lakeshore area, do what I do. I walk into the gardener because it shields you from rain, snow, hail. It doesn't shield you from people who might be on bath salts, so you got to look out for that. You've know, you got to be somewhat aware of your surroundings. And I wouldn't wear, walk under here during nighttime. I'd only do it during the day when it's nice and bright, but it saves you. So if you hear a little extra car noise, it's because I'm under the gardener. But I think it just it's going to add to this whole podcast and... And anyway, so I was saying, the other drinking game, I don't think I got into because once again, my mind got distracted. We should almost call this episode The Mind of a Madman Who Walks Down the Street. Anytime you hear me say the word asshole, because not only do I pass a lot of people when I walk, but I walk past a lot of assholes. And anyone who has ever walked anywhere in their life knows what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people where it's a small sidewalk and there's four of them and they refuse to move as you walk through and you got to, you know walk into someone's face or the people who just bump into you or whatever it is I always find myself when I'm walking down the street at least 10 to 20 times I'll call someone an asshole in my head so today wow that was a big truck maybe it wasn't such a great idea to walk into the gardener with all these cars but whatever this is the random craziness that is this episode of live at 605 episode 11 I gotta do it big I gotta go real hard and and everything and and this is almost like a freestyle episode because I don't even have any notes or anything. Whenever I find I walk, I'm always, I always listen to music when I walk in the morning, when I walk home. I always just have crazy weird thoughts in my head. So I figure I'll just walk and whatever comes out, comes out. On my way to work, this is Monday morning. I'm recording this, so Monday after the long weekend. I don't know why I say long weekend. It wasn't a long weekend. It was actually just a normal weekend. But, okay, so I believe I was talking about why I hated subways about 10 minutes ago before I got distracted. And I'll tell you 
maybe this will be an episode about subway experiences or just public transportation experiences. I can remember the first time I refused to take public transit was when I was still living in beautiful Canada, Ontario, Canada, Ottawa, when I was working at Zeller's as a young lad. I was just a wee little 16 or 17, maybe like 17, 18 year old little kid working at Zeller's and I was always pretty good when I worked at Zeller's. Either I would have a car that I could drive there, either my mom or dad would have a car I could drive there, or they would drive me to work. It wasn't too rare when I had to find my own way to get there without you know, the use of a vehicle. But I do remember my hatred of public transit goes all the way back to the age of 17 when there was one time when I walked all the way from my house in Canada to Zeller's at the Hazelveen Mall. So to all my Ottawa or Canada listeners out there, picture Canada Lakes. Now picture Zeller's at the Hazelveen Mall. You know how far that is to walk. I mean, it's, probably, it's less than a 10-minute drive from where I am. Or maybe it is a 10-minute drive. But for a walk, that's a good 45 minutes to maybe an hour, depending on how fast or how slow you are. And the other crazy thing is there's no real direct route. Like, you got to kind of cut through. you got to walk down suburb streets. you got to cut through parks. you got to go through someone's backyard. you got to hop fences. you got to take a dip in someone's pool and all this. But I remember a couple times just leaving like an hour and a half early for work and just walking all the way down there. And I'm sure it was summertime and I was probably really hot and sweaty. And actually it was probably a good day because nobody wanted me to talk to them customer-wise because I probably was all hot and sweaty, which makes sense. Oh, so here we go. We got a light with 14 seconds left. It's a long one, long walk across the other side. I'm going to go for it. As there was a truck next to me that looked like they wanted to take me out because I was trying to cross through and I got three seconds. And you know what, I'm going to run through this intersection real quick because the hand stopped and there's a car trying to turn where I'm walking and I made it okay, okay, I'm all right. No worries. This is almost like, if anyone's seen the, the movie, or I guess it's a documentary called Grizzly Man about the guy who moves like to the woods. I think he moves to like Alaska in the woods because he, he wants to become one with the bears and he thinks that he understands the wild bears in nature and no one else back home understands them. So he moves into the woods and he documents it and he has no training or honestly doesn't know anything about bears. And eventually he gets eaten and killed by the bears. And the only reason why I'm saying this is because he filmed it all and they made a documentary. So this very well could happen if I get hit by a car or something. It could be the very first podcast of someone walking down the street getting hit by a car and hopefully if that happens the iPod 5 shout out that I am recording on to hopefully it does not break and the audio does not get squandered because that would be just a big waste of, of everything. Jeez, I need to write down what I'm talking about because it's amazing how bad my mind wanders. Usually when I do podcasts I kind of have notes to keep on track about what I'm talking about or I have a guest with me and we'll just kind of riff off each other. Right now I, I, I completely forgot what I was talking about again and I'm sure there's people listening being like you dumbass you were talking about this. I wanted to hear the rest of the story. So, oddly enough, I've been walking for about 10, 12 minutes and there's been no one for me to call an asshole and no one for me to pass. So, sorry guys, if you are doing the drinking game version of this, there's, there's been none of it so far. But that's another beauty of the way I walk is I always try to find paths that aren't on like the busiest streets. Like you won't find me walking up Young Street, which is, I think it's the longest street in Canada. It's definitely one of the busiest streets in Canada. 
So you will not find me there. You'll find me under the gardener where chunks of debris always fall off and people are on bath salts just so I can avoid big crowds of people to call assholes. And what we're going to do is because I'm about three minutes away from work, I'm almost coming up to work for the morning, so I'm going to say goodbye in a couple seconds. I'm going to go to work, do my day, and as a special treat, I'm going to walk all the way home, which my walk from work to home is a good, for any normal person, it's a good 55 minutes to an hour. For a stud like me, it's only 45 minutes. I'll check out for a second, do my eight-hour work day, check back in with you guys, and you will get 45 minutes of pure, unadulterated John Mallon walking down the street. And hopefully, I'll be able to call people assholes. And hopefully, I'll be able to walk past a whole bunch of people. And if I'm feeling really crazy, what I might do is I might walk past the Eaton Center, which is on my way home. I might actually walk through the Eaton Center. And I'll describe what's going on because there's lots of crazy, crazy things that happen in there. Whether it's teenagers with pants around their asses, you know, backwards snap caps, getting into trouble, or large groups of families of nine or ten people blocking the whole sidewalk where you're walking down, even though I don't think there's a sidewalk, why there be a sidewalk inside of a mall. I meant hallway, you know what I'm talking about. And here comes a biker, I might call him an asshole if he doesn't move out of my way. I guy's an asshole. Here's my thing, if you're gonna fucking ride a bike downtown Toronto, get on the goddamn street because these bikers who want to choose whether or not they're a pedestrian or a vehicle, like, come on now, get the fuck out of here. I hate these bikers who go on the sidewalk. It's called sidewalk, not side cycle, bitch. Get off there, I'm trying to walk. And also, here's another thing, is if you hear, <clears throat> if you hear long gaps of me not talking, it's because I'm coming up to, I'm at a stoplight and there's probably a big group of people and I don't really want them to stare at me as I talk about craziness, so... Maybe we'll play that game too if I stop talking for a long period of time as I'm coming up to the area with about 12 people waiting for a bus stop. So I'll probably go quiet for a second so they don't think I'm just a rambling madman because they can't quite see what I'm talking to or who I'm talking to, which is a microphone. On that note, as what looks like a car from Ghostbusters just drives by me, I am approaching work. I will not say the location of where I work in case there are crazy fan stalkers of Live at 605, which I would not be, uh, which I would, I bet there probably are as, you know, I'm a big international podcaster, let me toot my own horn, it's Monday morning for gosh sakes, I'm still waking up, the fact that I'm talking, trying to be entertaining on a Monday morning, walking into work, I'm not even walking home from work, like, I'm usually got my headsets on, I don't want to talk to anyone until at least lunchtime when I ate my delicious Subway, so, okay, I'm pulling up, there's a car pulling up to work, I don't know who this is, it looks like a construction worker, so... Let me say my goodbyes for a minute, and I'll talk to you guys when I get back. Goodbye. And as quickly as the day starts, it is over. And we are back now with part two of Live at 605's Walk in the Streets edition. And I just finished my day of work. Last time you heard me speaking about ten seconds ago, I was just walking into work. And like I said, it's Monday afternoon now. It's Monday morning, and I was really proud of myself that I guess I got to, I was able to talk so early on the first day of the week and did my best to be entertaining and everything. The one thing I did learn from the first part was that I need to write stuff down because if I don't, my mind wanders and if I change topics or ideas, then who knows where I'm going to lead off. I think last time I left off, I was talking about 
just why I always walk and why I don't take the subway anywhere. And it's mainly a convenience thing for me. First of all, you know, it's the healthier choice, I guess. If you can walk, it's better exercise, gets you limber, gets you moving, gets you back in shape a little bit, you know. And I just hate the big crowds of subways. That's why I stopped taking them. I don't mind taking them when it's the weekend or later at night or in the afternoon, but just especially during the morning commute or the, the ride home, just awful, just awful. But it got me to thinking about other subway experiences I've had, and I figured I'd tell you some of them because some of them are pretty funny and some of them are kind of outrageous, but I remember the very first time I took the subway when I was living here in Toronto was back in my first year of college. So I was living, or I was living, yeah, I was living in Scarborough because I was going to school at Centennial College, and that was all the way in Scarborough, but my campus was all the way in the Danforth. Those of you outside of Toronto, that's a long-ass trek. You can't just walk there. You have to take the subway, or for my, in my case, I had to take a bus, a rapid transit, a subway, and then either another bus or I had to walk. So all in all, it took me a good hour to get to school for my campus, which kind of sucked because, I mean, the school I went to, Centennial, and there goes a big truck and a big bus, so that's why there's extra noise. But like I said, the noise is adding to the realisticness that is this week's episode of Live at 6 and 5. And if anyone out there has ever heard of a podcast of someone walking down the street doing it, I would like to hear it because I swear on the first. And maybe I can get this in the Guinness Book of World Records for the, I don't know if this is the strangest location for a podcast or anything, but I've never heard of anyone doing a podcast walking down the street, so I'm going to keep on doing it. Yeah, so my first year, moved down to residence, and I remember the first weekend when I moved into residence, both my parents came down, obviously, as they were driving me, and they helped me move in and and all that kind of fun stuff, but as a bonus treat, my dad's like, well, how about this, since you don't know where you are or where you're going, how about we your mother and I take you on the subway and we'll show you how to get to school. I mean, looking back now, that's kind of dumb because I was like 19 years old at the time. I should have been able to figure out the subway, but I mean, moving down to the new city, all the way out in Scarborough, not knowing where I'm going. I was like, yeah, definitely, let's do this. So we took the bus, took us from the campus to Scarborough Town Center. From there, you take the rapid transit to Kennedy Station and hop the subway. Now, my very first time on the subway was that weekend when we're going down to the campus and I just remember being scared because I'm like oh I've heard all stories about you know subways are just full of homeless people drug addicts and gangs and this and that and so of course the first time I'm on a subway there is not a gang there's no drugs or anything but there was just some crazy woman some crazy homeless woman just singing a song and I remember being like what is going on this is what I gotta deal with every single day and as I talk about a homeless person, I am about to walk past a homeless person under the gardener. So I'll just lower my voice a little bit. Because you got to be careful under the uh, gardener not to upset anybody in case they are on bath salts. But I'm very careful. If any family members who are watching me, I don't get myself into trouble. The bath salts people, I'm fine. And I'm just being dramatic and trying to make this entertaining. So that was my first experience on the subway. It was a crazy woman yelling all the way from Kennedy Station to uh, Danforth Stop or Pape Stop where I got off that. So I was like, okay, it's a little little weird. You gotta get used to it. It's, well, that's fine, whatever. I remember my very first day of school. I wrote down the notes, you know, how to get to school and all the directions on how to get back. And, you know, I was still super nervous because you're living away from home for the first time. 
going to a brand new place, brand new school. It's college, first day of college. Get in there, I make it through the day, it's fine. And then I'm like, okay, I got this. I don't need my notepads. I, I clearly got down to school, okay? I should be fine getting home. So I walk all the way to Pape Station, get on the subway. It's probably like 5.30 or 6 or something. Feeling good. I got my music going. I'm like, oh, I'm a Torontonian now. Not till about 20 minutes later and six stops later, I realized I was going the wrong direction. And I felt like a dumbass. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. But maybe in hindsight, I was just trying to get away from Scarborough, which is where I was supposed to go back to that night. Because anyone who's listened to this show, they know I'm not a big fan of Scarborough or anything. So I'm still under the gardener. I am going to... Ooh, big cement truck going by. Hello. And there goes somebody on rollerblades. I don't know. To me, it's weird to see a grown man on rollerblades. Is that just me? I don't know. Maybe he should just walk and save the rollerblades for the weekend with the kids, maybe. You know, let the kids be on the rollerblades. You don't need rollerblades. You start walking more. And then you don't bump into me at full speed. Probably my craziest experience on a subway again during my college years. I don't remember which year. I, I have a feeling it was probably still first year of college when I was making the trek back from the Danforth to Scarborough. And I remember being done school pretty early. Like, let's just say it's Wednesday around 1.32. And I get on the subway. And it's middle of the afternoon, so it's not busy at all going back and I'm sitting by myself on some seats and then I smell something funky. I was like, what, what's going on here? So I kind of take a look around. I use my, one of my senses, my smell. I'm like, what is this? Growing up as a teenager, you definitely have smelled different things, whether it's cigarette smell or a cigar smoke or a wacky tobacco. You don't, I don't endorse any of these things, but I'm just saying I know the different smells. I've, I've been to parties. I know what people do. This didn't smell like cigarette smoke, cigar smoke, or wacky tobacco smoke. So I was like, what is this? And I turn around, and keep in mind, this is before Breaking Bad. I look at this guy smoking what I think is crack, either crack or maybe it's meth, but full-out smoking with, you know, the little pipe that he's burning on the end, and it's just... Smells really weird and really gross, and I'm just like, oh my god, there's some crazy man smoking crack on the subway in my cart. I may have been the only one on that cart, maybe like one or two other people, and I was just like, oh, this is fucking crazy. And I guess he just chilled out, just smoked his crack, sat there, didn't bother anyone. Didn't realize that you could smoke crack on the subway, not that I would, but it was just interesting to know. Besides from that, I don't think I've really had any other crazy, crazy situations on the subway. I mean, I've seen people drinking and getting a little crazy. I've, I don't think I've ever seen a fist fight or anything like that. It's funny, I have this one friend from work, Rula, and I feel bad for her. I believe she's told me that on the subway she's been flashed four, at least four times, but I want to say five, maybe even a high six. Now, that's one thing that's for sure, and as a guy, I don't have to really deal with it, but there are a lot of pervs just walking around. I mean, I'm walking past three people right now sitting on a bench under the gardener. They very well could be perks. I mean, why would you be sitting on a bench under the gardener when you could be doing that next to the beautiful lake shore? And I'm going to leave that couple seconds of silence in because they just gave me stink eye. So I think they heard me talking smack about why they would be sitting under here. So I'm definitely putting my life at risk doing this. As you know, these are usually my inside thoughts. I think about crazy people I see on the streets, but 
as I walk by interesting and weird people on the streets, I will tell you about it. And I will try not to get beat up. So bear with me if there's any long periods of silence. I'll probably just edit those out, so whatever, that's fine. One of the other reasons why I actually stopped taking specifically the streetcar into work, because I said earlier, take the subway down to Union, and I usually walk from Union to work. Now, there is a streetcar, the 509 streetcar, which picks you up at Union, drops you right off in front of work. It's a good five to 10 minute subway ride, depending on delays and this and that. Okay, so I'm getting ready to cross a busy intersection here under the gardener. There's about three seconds left, a cab coming. He might hit me because you know cabbies never stop. And I just went through the yellow light, look both ways, look both ways to all the kids out there, and I am good, back on the sidewalk. Okay, so what was I talking about? I was talking about the streetcar specifically, right. This is why I have my notes here because I will lose my train of thought because I get distracted by all the things that are going on out here. One of the other things I was just wondering as people walk by me, I have my headphones on right now. There's a built-in mic into my headphones. It's just like the regular white earbuds you get from, from the iPods or the iPhones. I wonder if people see me when they walk past me like, is this dude crazy? Is he just talking by himself? Or do they realize that I'm talking into something? I figure most people would just think that I'm on the phone. But then again, maybe people will just think I'm talking all crazy. There's a bunch of frat boys walking by me now. I guess there must be a football or a, or a hockey game or a baseball game or something going on tonight. Okay, so I thought they were jocks, but they were talking about video games, so it turns out they were just nerds. So, fuck them. <laughs> okay, so for all the audio geeks out there, you'll probably be a little bit happier now that I'm away from the gardener. I'm still walking next to traffic, so you'll hear the uh, buzzing of the, the cars driving around. But let me get back into the streetcar talk. So one of the main reasons why I stopped taking the streetcar from Union to work was because our work is right next to a, I guess it's a community center. I forget the exact term. I just call it a school for dumb kids because maybe that's being really harsh. I shouldn't say that. But I just find from riding the streetcar with all the kids who go to the school across the street, they're all just delinquents who have baggy jeans and they're always late for school and they're smoking cigarettes. And it's just and one of the funnier situations I had was I remember being on the streetcar, getting on the streetcar going into work one day and it was just packed full of people going into work just like myself, you know. And there was these two, well, there was a few students who get on, especially on this specific day, they got on the streetcar. And I was standing right next to them, and I was at the, I was at the front of the streetcar, right by the, the driver. So it was super packed. I'm standing out. I'm standing up next to these two high school kids. And they just looked like trouble, you know. They got the backwards hat. They got the funky earrings. There may have even been a nose ring. Actually, I think there was a nose ring. And... I wish I still had the transcript of exactly what they were saying, because it was really hilarious to me at the time, but I, it was really offending other people. This one guy definitely thinks I'm crazy because he was looking at me all weird as I passed by him just talking. He probably thought I was talking to him. Okay, so it's just a guy and a girl on the streetcar, like, I'd say no more than 17 years old. And to sum up what they were saying, basically they got into this talk, and the girl, 17-year-old chick, is just like, Oh, you know, I, I'm, I'm just letting him believe like he can fuck me because, you know, he's doing my homework. I'm really fucking his best friend, but, you know. And they're just throwing, like, F-bombs and F-bombs and B-bombs and B-boys and all kinds of stuff. And this went on for a good, what is going on up here? 
There is some popcorn cart getting wheeled down the small sidewalk. That is almost gonna hit me. Anyways, I just walked past the busy intersection so I was trying not to get hit by a car. So I paused for a couple seconds. But yeah, there's a good five minutes of this talk of these two teenagers just dropping F-bombs and just being really disrespectful. Okay, we got our first asshole of the day. There's a busy street and I had to walk into a tree branch because these two fucking people wouldn't get out of my way. So I wouldn't take a drink for the first asshole of the bunch. And all of a sudden the streetcar driver stops the streetcar at the next stop and she yells at the two kids, get off my streetcar. You're being a public nuisance to everyone trying to enjoy their commute. Get off. And I'm like, if that ever happened to me, I'd be like, oh yeah, sure, sorry, I'll get off right away. But it's crazy, the, uh, because they are two delinquent kids on the streetcar, they decided to yell back at the streetcar driver. And the one girl who was telling the story got really lippy. And she's like, cover your ears, and this is especially out, shout out to Val, cover your ears because I'm about to say the word you hit the most. But the kid says back to the streetcar driver, fuck you, you stupid cunt, you can't tell me what to do. In which place... In which part, everyone starts yelling at the kid, being like, get off the subway, you're fucking, you know, you're causing a scene, you're delaying us, we're all trying to get to work, you're probably going to drop out in two months and have a baby by 16 and be on MTV. And anyways, so after a couple minutes of everyone yelling at these kids, they finally get off the streetcar. The two teenagers give the finger to everyone on the streetcar, and as we're driving away, the best part, the streetcar driver is just like, is this biker almost just ran over me as I'm waiting at the sidewalk. He just pretty much put his bike in front of my leg. So that's the second asshole of the day. But see how you get, you get caught up, you're walking, you're talking, and then you just get distracted. And it's all these bikers. If I got time, I'll rant about bikers after I'm done with streetcar drivers. So, as I was trying to say, as the streetcar driver pulls away, she says, oh, sorry everyone about that. I really apologize. I'm going to get everyone to where they're going right now. And <laughs> some guy from the back of the streetcar just yells, don't worry about it, she was a bitch. <laughs> and everyone just starts laughing, and, and it was super funny. You know what else is funny is some business dude walks out of a business building smelling like that wacky tobacco I was just talking about not too long ago. So I wonder what kind of meeting was going on up in there. Interesting. And so those are just, you know, a, a couple of my experiences I've had with public transportation, and that's why I like to walk. And especially like today, you can't see it, but to, one of the first beautiful, one of the first beautiful, where's my, <laughs> what am I trying to say? It's one of the nicest days we've had so far since the spring has hit us. And I thought I would share with everyone and walk around and just, you know, see the city, smell the city, live the city, be the city. And let me get my notepad out because now I'm starting to just ramble on about things that make no sense. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. So my next topic I wanted to bring up, since I was just leaving work and I do work in an office, I'm a TV producer, so I spend all my day, if not most of my day, inside an edit bay, editing different promos for TV and such. I'll bore you the uh, full details of everything, but it's quite fun. I love it. It is awesome. But I do work in an office, and I have an edit bay up on the third floor, and then where all the producers are, but then all the producers also have desks down on the first floor. And I hate this intersection I'm at right now because cars are always blocking so I'm walking through and I had to stare down some driver in the middle middle of the intersection because I had the right of way and he was still going for it. I haven't been keeping track and I haven't been telling you guys but remember I said whenever I pass someone take a shot have a piece of candy do something so I just passed a nice 
older lady from, who was about 20 feet in front of me about 20 seconds ago. So that's the, that's the pace I'm going at right now. Okay, so working in an office building, I technically have a desk downstairs and edit bay upstairs. So I have two desks and two chairs. You know, I go upstairs at it during the day and then I usually come down and eat lunch. And there is a Canada Post truck trying to back up, but he's driving on top of a curb and he won't let me pass through him. So I'm going to run by him before he floors it and hits me with his Canada Post truck. Although I am expecting a record, so maybe it's on there. I should just knock and see if he needs help and see if he has anything for John Mallon located at Club 605. Let me get back to what I was saying about the office chairs. Two chairs, and since I spend most of my time upstairs in the edit bay, people will come down and use my desk for whatever reason, which is fine. I don't care. I'm upstairs most of the day. What I don't like is when people, I'm sure this happens everywhere, when people come and they use someone's desk, whether they're sick or away or this or that, and they start and just move everything around. I don't mean like they move a pen to one spot. I can deal with that. I got pens. Who, type, who writes with pens anyway? They use a computer all day, and so should you. What I don't like it is when someone spends four hours at your desk. Ah, fuck, it could be two hours, four hours, it could be two days. And they move the groove in your seat, or they just adjust your seat, and they lower it, and they move the backpack, or they widen it, this or that. That is just one of my biggest pet peeves, is when people move your chair around, and you get in, because you know, you have your chair how you want it to be, and then you go sit down, and then it's not comfy, and you spend 45 minutes of your lunch break trying to get it back to where it was, and then you can, and you're just, you know, annoyed for the rest of the day, and then you go home, and you gotta get 10 bits and eat those to feel better, and then I overeat, and then I gotta go back to the gym. This is why I'm walking now. So I'm overeating that people are moving my seat. I'm angry. So a status update for everybody. I am now just walking through Queen and University intersection. For those of you scoring at home, and there's a third asshole today who's fucking bumped into me again as I cross the intersection and they don't say sorry or move out of the way and they expect you to move. When you can't see where I'm walking or how I'm doing this, but just just take my word for it when I tell you guys that uh, they're being a douche. But I am going at a good pace today as I walk home, which is good. Okay, the next thing I want to talk about is getting back to live at 6.05. I had a pretty good week again with numbers and downloads. So thanks again to everyone who's been downloading and supporting the show. I can't believe it's been 11 episodes and we're almost done season one, but time flies. So the cool thing this week was I was checking stats and I've had people from the UK to Ireland to Australia to US to Canada all over. But then this weekend I had four downloads from the DR, from the Dominican Republic. And I just thought that was really cool. Because first of all, are these people who are downloading it in the Dominican Republic, are they on vacation? Are they avid listeners from, you know, beautiful Winnipeg, Manitoba, who have been downloading it and then they're on vacation? They're like, well, I can't go a week without listening to Live at 605. Let me download four episodes just to be safe. So is it that? Or is it someone who lives in the Dominican and they heard from a friend who lives in, you know, San Jose, California, saying, Yo, man, you got to listen to this Live at 605 podcast. Okay, so make note that I just passed another person, but a special shout-out to this person because they were in athletic gear and they looked like they are a professional runner. So props to me and my busted-ass Adidas for walking past someone who looked like they were just done running a 10K race in, you know, I don't know, Missouri or something like that. But yeah, so back to the people from the Dominican Republic. It was super cool that they actually downloaded it. I just want to know if you guys are still listening. DR, Dominican Republic. I love you. I might actually be going there in a couple weeks for vacation. I'm not decided yet. 
but tweet me, email me, or Facebook me. Let me know who you are and how you found out about the show. Because I'm always interested when people outside of, like, areas I know people in find out about the show. And special shout-out to the Dominican Republic, because since I do live in Toronto, and I was technically born in Toronto, was technically born in Toronto, I was born in Toronto, I don't know why I said technically, because I spent most of my life living in Ottawa, but I'm a huge Toronto Blue Jays fan, and anyone who's following the Blue Jays this year, they know that the Blue Jays have a huge Dominican Republic presence on the team. My two favorite baseball players in all of baseball, number one goes Prince Fielder, number two, Jose Reyes. So you can now believe, if you follow sports or if you follow baseball, how happy I probably was when I found out that Jose Reyes got traded to the Toronto Blue Jays, which is awesome. Now, sadly, he just injured himself the other day, and he twisted his ankle, or he sprained his ankle, so he's going to be out for three months, which sucks because I got my pops coming down in June for a baseball game, and I was hoping to show him the amazingness that is Jose Reyes, but we have another game later this summer, and hopefully he'll be back for that one. Ah, sorry. Okay, have a good one. So I'm not sure if the audio just picked up there, but one of my other pet peeves, and I'm going to get back to talking about the Dominican Republic, is whenever you walk down the street, okay, now I feel bad. Let me, let me clear up what's going on in this craziness, because you guys have no idea what I'm talking about. So a couple seconds ago, I walked by a person who looked like he is part of Jesse Pinkman's group in Breaking Bad. He just looked like a meth head, and he was waving at me. I'm like, oh, Christ, I'm the craziest person on the street. But he's one of those people, solicitors on the street, who try to get you to stop and be like, hey, buddy, come take your headphones off and talk to me for a second about we talk about awareness of panda bears in, you know, northeast China. Well, I hate when, I'm not saying I hate panda bears in northeast China. I don't even know if there are panda bears in northeast China. And as I say this, northeast China doesn't even sound right. But I just hate when people stop you on the streets. My thing is, the size of my headphones directly relate the amount I want to talk to you. So if I have no headphones, there's a chance I might stop and talk to you. If I have earbuds, you can wave at me, and if I shake my head no respectfully, then you guys say no. If I got my Beats by Dre headphones on, just put your head down and look at your shoes, because there's no chance I'm talking to you either way. But as I said that, I felt bad. There's another person with a piece of paper looked like he wanted to give me, and I kind of shooed him away, but I realized it was missing person paper, so I felt kind of bad for that one. Walking home goes a lot faster when you're talking to yourself. Maybe it's because I'm more aware that I'm talking to myself, and I'm thinking people think it's weird that I'm talking to myself. So I feel like I always listen to music or podcasts when I walk home. I never thought about recording a podcast walking home, and I'm already about 10 minutes away from home. Just crazy. It's, it's, it's nuts. But I just want to finish up my Dominican Republic talk. Whoever out there downloaded it in the Dominican Republic, thank you so much. I might be coming out there in a couple weeks, either there at Barbados, getting ready for vacation. It's going to be awesome. It's... Um, I'm actually going to be doing the podcast out from vacation. Why can't I speak podcast out from vacation? I'm going to be podcasting from my vacation. It's going to be me and the award winner herself, Val. And we're lucky enough that Boys Town Brew, the sponsor of, I believe, episode 9, is sponsoring us to go out to one of these beautiful locations. And we're going to podcast, take pictures and videos, and we'll, we'll let you know what's going on down, uh, down south. So hit me up, Facebook, Twitter, email. You guys all know the links. I don't need to tell you. And I'm going to cross the busy intersection at Girard and University right now. It'll be interesting to listen to this and just see how the audio sounds. Like, I know there's going to be a lot of car noise, background, people yelling, this and that. I wonder how much I'm, I'm going to be huffing and puffing because I do walk at a good clip. Talking always makes me lose my breath, but that's okay. 
I'm going to get an orange when I get home and maybe some of those little arrow bubble candy bits because I've been craving them all day. And all I had for lunch today was me, Ferris, and Maddie went out for lunch. We went to a joint Wendy's slash Tim Hortons. So they got Wendy's and I got Tim Hortons. So I got a bagel, a donut, and orange juice. But it wasn't enough. I'm still starving right now. And especially now that I'm about 10 minutes away from home, all I can think about is just eating food. So I'm hoping to get some good grub when I get back home. I mean, I had some pineapples, but I peaked too early. I ate my pineapples in the morning. Should have waited till afternoon. So now I haven't eaten since about 1 o'clock. And now I'm hungry and I'm talking. I'm delirious. And I don't know what I'm doing. I'm walking past the hospital. And now I'm looking at cabs go by me. So let me get back to my notepad before I just start rambling about different ads I see on the ground. And Yeah, so another thing that just happened this past weekend was it was week one of Coachella. Now, you guys all heard the concert podcast I did with the guys a few episodes ago where we talked about our best concerts. If you listen to that, you'll know that I never mentioned a festival as being one of my all-time best experiences. I've been to different festivals. I've been to Edge Fest. I've been to Blues Fest. I've been to Virgin Fest. I've been to all these things. But genuinely, genuinely, what's wrong with me talking today? Either way, I don't like festivals and I don't really see what's so appealing to them. I know a lot of them have big draws. Now Give Coachella last year was pretty cool when Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg came out and there was a Tupac hologram. Just so you know where I'm at, I'm actually four holograms. I think they're cool. Especially in the rap world where there's so many you know, samples or there's so many guest verses. Why not have a Tupac out on their stage, see him rocking? It's better than, than when rappers go to concerts and they have a four minute song but they can only do a minute and a half of it because the other three and a half minutes are all features that they don't have there with them. Anyways, that's just my personal sense on holograms. Yeah, I, I just was never a big fan of the festivals because you're standing around for eight hours on a good day with, you know, between 20 to 60, or 20 to 50,000 different people and it's sweaty, it could be rainy, it could be this or that. And generally, like, people are getting really excited about Oceaga this year here in Montreal and Again, no, no one, none of the festivals this year blew me away. I heard, I heard rumors that Daft Punk possibly played a surprise set at Coachella last night. I'm not sure. That's one of the bands I really, really want to see. But even like Coachella this year, there was, what, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, which, yes, they're an awesome band. But, oh, my God, I almost just got hit by a car. None of these cars up here are obeying the walk signs and Two cars almost drove into each other, which I was actually in between, but I am fine. No worse for wear. I'm going to keep on keeping on. Yeah, so the Chili Peppers are playing Coachella. Uh, Phoenix are playing Coachella. And as you'll hear in season two, Phoenix and Red Hot Chili Peppers are, well, Phoenix was one of my worst concert experiences, and Red Hot Chili Peppers is one of Sean's worst, worst concert experiences. So we'll get into that next season. But, yeah, they're just not appealing to me. The Oceaga lineup. I don't even remember who's playing. There's no one that, that's blowing me away. Even Lollapalooza it just seems like it's a lot of the same, where it's like, you know, Phoenix, I think Blur's playing. I like Blur, but I'd rather see the Gorillas and the Stone Roses. Like, I don't even, I don't want to see the Stone Roses. Give me Guns N' Roses. Give me Guns N' Roses, the actual Rose and Slash. I'll go see that. I'll go stand around for eight hours where people are tripping their balls off on MDMA or, you know, they're boozed out, they're puking all over you or this or that. So, I don't know, no, no disrespect to people who are going to Oceaga or 
or Lollapalooza or we're at Coachella. I mean, I give you guys peace. You're hippies. Good for you. Awesome. But I'd rather stand in a small club for a two-hour show to see Fits in the Tantrum or St. Lucia or something like that. The only one festival that kind of caught my eye this year, which seemed pretty cool, it seemed like the best festival out of all of them, was the Made in America Festival, which is Jay-Z's festival, and I think he started it last year. Not 100% sure. I think he did start it last year. But this year's lineup's pretty cool. I know, I believe Beyonce's the headliner. But they also have Queens of the Stone Age, which would be awesome. They're another band that I really, really want to see. So mark down another person I just passed by. And I realized as I'm walking home, there hasn't been too many assholes or too many people I walked by. Maybe I took too many, like, hidden paths. And I just realized I was supposed to walk through the Eaton Center, but I took my secret back route so there's nobody around. And I'll have to save that for another podcast. If you guys like the walking podcast, I'll do another edition where I just basically walk through busy malls or busy intersections. I try to avoid those things at all possibilities. I got four seconds to cross this busy intersection, so let me see if I can get my hustle on. It goes yellow. Cars are revving their engines, but I made it. Yeah, so back to the Made in America Festival. Beyonce, Queens of the Stone Age. Uh, I think Kendrick Lamar is going to be there. Maybe Wiz Khalifa, 2 Chainz, who's everywhere, is going to be there. But other bands I really love, like Haim, well, I, used, I still call them Haim. But apparently their name's Chaim. And maybe maybe this week's episode will be dedicated. Maybe I'll make that the band of the week. It'll be Chaim. But I still call them Haim. They're going to be there. And there's a few other bands I thought was really cool. And it just seemed like a smaller scale festival down from the Wallapaloozas and the, the Coachellas. And it'd be worth it to go see Queens of the Stone Age followed by Beyonce, which I think would be a really cool, interesting crowd would be there. But even, you know, to me, that's still thousands and thousands of people. I like the smaller, intimate shows of the clubs. You know, I don't like things more than a few hundred. Like, a good, give me a good 250 crowd club. Ooh, and guess where I, uh, guess where I am now, guys? I am at Bayon College. So I am almost home. I won't give you the exact location of where I am, because then you can come find me. But... As you all know, beautiful Club 605 is located in beautiful downtown Toronto. And I'm approaching home and I'm still getting very, very hungry. But yeah, the, the last thing I'm going to leave everything on is, like I said, season one's coming to an end. So only one episode left after this and we're going to take a bit of a hiatus. Only about a month or so. I, I'm going to set the premiere date for season two shortly. So if you want to find out when season two is starting, just check out my Twitter at Malencamp or the Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash live at 605 and you'll find out all the details and I'm going to start throwing out my YouTube page soon because I'm going to start doing a lot of promotional videos or just sketches or whatever it is so there's going to be a couple of different promotional videos for season 2 of live at 605 which I'm going to start shooting soon and then we'll have all the details and dates for, for all that stuff there's a guy walking up who has a weird waddle hat which is kind of Interesting. Home stretch. Let's see. I, I feel like I can pass one, two, three, four people. So let me let me see if I can do this. I'll start right now with number one. So there goes one person. Now two. As I said, I'm in my home stretch. A couple minutes away. And there are three and four. So there's my record. Four people in the span of 20 and 25 seconds. But yeah, let me throw it back out there. What do you guys want to hear from season two of Live 605? Like, I want you to email me or tweet me different show ideas 
or tell me if you want certain guests to come back. I didn't have a whole lot of guests this this season one. I wanted to kind of just get out there and get, you know, some of the best of the best of people who I think are funny and interesting. I think we did a good job. But yeah, it, or even if you want to be on the show, if I don't think you're a complete nut bar, I'll let you on. Tell me if you like this episode of the walking episode, because I can do this. I can do a walking episode each season, or I can do two walking episodes if you like. Give me different areas in Toronto, and I'll walk there, and I'll tell you what's going on, and we'll talk about that. But yeah, season two is all about you guys, and I can't thank you enough for all the support I've gotten. I've got a lot of people writing in, a lot of people have been tweeting me. I still can't believe all the different listeners who are around the world. And I'm a couple steps from home, and of course I run into the next asshole who is carrying a big luggage bag and doesn't get out of the way and pushes me into a tree branch. But that's okay, because I put my shoulder into him, so we kind of, you know, I showed him who's a boss. Even though we'll never see each other again, I already forget what he looks like, but sometimes you just got to put a shoulder into somebody. I had to do it once to a big group of kids. Not too long ago, I was walking around, like two, three weeks ago, and I'm on a tiny sidewalk, and there's like a family of 15, with ages anywhere from age probably 5 to about 60, I remember putting my shoulder into a, probably a good 15-year-old because they didn't move out of the way, and I had to go through this family. It's like, I'm not going on the street. You go on the street. Either you take the street or you take my shoulder, one of the two. And I'm a big idiot because I just realized I had a green light, and I didn't go because I was too busy talking about the podcast, and I'm mere feet, steps away from home, and I just blew it. But the other funny thing that kind of drew my eye was as I was at the light, there was uh, what looked to be some severe racism going on as there was a group of three Asian guys hanging out talking and then one crusty old white guy who stared with evil eyes at them and just seemed angry that they were in the general area which I thought was interesting you know maybe it wasn't racist maybe he was just angry and they're all friends and they just excluded him for some reason I shouldn't you know I shouldn't jump to these crazy conclusions but yeah it's definitely interesting walking around and just talking to yourself I mean I've done a few episodes where I just talk to myself in the the apartment but walking around the streets doing it so here's a weird conversation i just overheard was there was a mom pushing a kid in in his little stroller and she said you have to put your feet up now because it's dinner time and the farms are closed so i don't know if this kid just came from a farm or if he's going back to a farm or if he's hungry or if he likes farm animals but i just thought that was kind of a strange thing to pick up on and what would you know i'm actually arriving at my destination which is my apartment at beautiful club 605 and it's just about time that i say goodbye but if i've never heard someone do a podcast while walking down the streets i've also never heard a podcast of someone walking upstairs so i am going to walk up to my apartment and then i'll say goodbye and i walk into the door and we will just you know this is this is an episode of first first podcast walking down the streets and the first podcast of someone walking upstairs so if you guys have links if you've heard podcasts of either one of these things going on email me tweet me facebook me i want to listen to them but i still think i'm the first and i should send this this should be heard more so let's get this podcast out there let's get people listening and being like wow this, this is a really unique and interesting idea for a podcast maybe this guy's got other cool podcasts so you can tell I'm getting close because I'm getting out of breath. But if you were a fan of the episode of me and Chaboy, my voiceover artist, then you'll be a fan of this one. And that's another thing I'm going to try and do. So I do 12 episode seasons. 
I'm gonna try and make at least three of them outside the box. Okay, finally I'm at my floor. Yeah, you can hear me putting the key in, opening the door. Ooh, there's a package. I'm gonna open this package for John Mallon and then we'll find out what it is and I will end this episode as I catch my breath. Cause I just walked up six flights of stairs. I've been walking for a good 40 minutes, but holy jeez. I'm tired, okay, let me, let me get my jacket off for a second. Let me just cool down and we'll open up this package here. All right, I have a feeling I know what it is. I think it's a new cord for my Beats by Dre. Did you know those red cords, if you have Beats by Dre, you know they come with red cords. Apparently, Beats by Dre, the company, they don't replace them. They, you can't even buy new ones. They're apparently working on that issue. So what I had to do was I had to go to Amazon and order a pair of red Beats by Dre replacement cords because of my cord. I've had the Beats by Dre for almost a year and they were giving out. So I ordered a new one. And this is a small package. And let's find out what this is. Maybe, I think it's the, the cord, but it could also very well be a check or my tax return or, ooh, no. My Beats by Dre replacement cords, fantastic. Well, I'm gonna put away these white little tiny Apple iPod headphones. I wanna thank you guys for listening to the walking podcast. Let me know what you think, because if you like this, and if you weren't too annoyed with the traffic around me, I will do another episode next season of me walking around places. And I promise to go to the Eaton Center, where it's really busy, and I will make fun of people. And you guys caught me on a good day where I didn't call too many people assholes, and I didn't pass too many people walking, because I think I was too focused on sharing my, my life with all you listeners out there. So, until next time, this is John, and I've been walking. And as always, if you make it this far into the podcast, and especially this one of me walking down the street, I like to reward everybody with my band of the week. So this week's band of the week is Haim. Or Haim, or as I like to call them, Haim. But it's really Haim. Now Haim is a group originally formed in 2006 in Los Angeles, California. And the band is comprised of three sisters. And they are all with the last name Haim. And basically... I found out about them because they were really big on the blogs this year. They had, they don't have an album out yet. They just have two EPs, I believe. But if you're a fan of Pitchfork or any of those indie kind of websites, then chances are you've probably heard of them. But if you don't surf the web and go to the websites I go to, you're in for a treat because next to Daft Punk, um, Heim probably has one of my most anticipated albums of the year. Like I said, they only have two EPs out. They haven't put out a full-length album yet, but I cannot wait until they put something out. I remember right before I discovered the band, I think Matt, good old Matt back in beautiful Ottawa, Ontario, texted me and told me to check out Haim. And then I did. I thought they were okay. gave it a couple of days, checked out some more songs, and I just fell in love with them. So I'm really excited for you guys to hear them. And I always call them Haim, even though it's Haim. I still like Haim. I like to say I go ham for Haim. But let me tell you, out of, I don't know, like the seven or eight songs they have out there, some of my favorite tracks are Forever, Falling. They have a new song on the Kid Cudi album called Red Eye, which is pretty good. It's actually, it's less of a Kid Cudi song and more of a of a Haim song where it's the sister singing, which is cool. But my song of the week by the band of the week is Don't Save Me by Haim. If you don't start kind of 
twiddling around and dancing. And if your feet just aren't moving when you hear the song, then I don't know. You don't like music because this is one of the catchiest songs I've heard in the last little while. So give it a listen. Enjoy it. I think you'll love it. Let me know what you think. And as always, I told you guys, get in contact with me. There's only one episode left before the big season finale. So I want to hear from you. I want to know what you guys want me to talk about, what guests you want, what areas you want me to go down in season two. So get me on Twitter. Get me on Twitter. That's weird. Follow me on Twitter. Just search at Malencamp, M-A-L-L-O-N-C-A-M-P. Like me on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash live at 605. That's the group. I post pictures and videos and, and rants and anything we've talked about on the podcast is on that website. Go to my WordPress. That's live at 605.wordpress.com. Email me, live at 605.gmail.com. And go to Podomatic, P-O-D-O-M-A-T-I-C.com. Search live at 605. And you'll see my page there where you can listen if you don't have iTunes and download and do all the same things there. And as I said, I have a PayPal account so you can donate and help support the podcast if you want if you don't that's fine too so until next time i'm your podcaster john you live at 605 be easy Save me.